Welcome to The Business Shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back to The Business Shift. Excited for the topic that I've got for you today, which is going to be talking about growing pains, the growing pains that happen as you go from solopreneur to business owner. have definitely experienced these growing pains myself. Um, So let's jump into it. Uh, First thing that I think comes when you start to make the transition. Okay. So last solo episode, we talked about, you've decided to move forward with making your business a, uh, a bigger business than just yourself. So you've decided, okay, I'm going from solopreneur to business owner where I'm going to have the business be separate from myself. I'm going to delegate. I'm going to hire a team. I'm going to move more into that role of manager of overseer instead of the one that's actually doing the thing. Um, and so once you've decided that and you've got, you've had that, you've gotten that clear in your mind, you're going to then go ahead and move forward with making that happen. Um, and there are definitely some things that come along the way, uh, that show the growing pains that you have to go through. And so I think the first one that comes is the increased amount of workload that comes when you first start to hire on people. It, this this uh, this surprised me when I started to make this the same shift when you know you bring on a new hire let's say for the first time and you're like man this person's gonna save me so much time it's gonna be so amazing I'm, I'm very excited for it and that's all that's all true but I think that's a long-term a long-term goal with the first hire because there are there is that natural transition that you have to make from giving them uh, from you doing all the tasks that you used to do to giving them a certain number of tasks and then knowing what to do and be able to do it by themselves without your guidance. There is that transition that needs to be made, which is why when you have your SOPs, your systems written out, it makes it easier to do this transition. However, there's still going to be that overlap in time where you can't quite transition out of what you used to be doing, but you still need to be, um, you still, you're still bringing someone on, you need to be training that. So it's almost like you're doing double the amount of time because you're training the person to do the thing. And then you're also trying to do other things that you've given yourself, knowing that you're going to get your time back eventually. Um, and so it's kind of this overlap of time that happens when you bring on a new hire, because you have to spend the time training them, being in the system with them, making sure that they understand the process entirely while also adding these new tasks to your to-do list. And so it, you're doubling what you're doing. Um, and so that kind of increased workload does tend to happen uh, when you're making that first shift of bringing on new team members. Um, and that can be that can be very overwhelming at first. Um, and it can be very hard to manage and kind of keep a clear mind as to what are all the tasks that I'm doing? What are the responsibilities, all the projects? Um, and so over time, it's about understanding that that is natural, that that is going to happen, that that process is going to happen when you bring on new people, but having clear systems set in place in terms of 
what do I need to be doing on a personal level in order to maintain a healthy lifestyle in terms of when am I prioritizing uh, my exercise? Is my sleep still being a priority? Am I prioritizing time with people that I love to be able to go and spend time with them without thinking about the business? Those things need to be clear first and understanding the priorities with those. And then also uh, being very dialed in on your ability to manage your time. Because if you're just kind of going day to day, there's no clear direction. One, you don't have any kind of clear plan for the year or the month or the week. And you're just going kind of based off of what you feel needs to be done in the moment. You are constantly going to be in a state of overwhelm. And so if that is not a place that you want to live in, then you need to take the time to plan and to make sure that the actions that you're doing on a daily basis are meeting the bigger goals. The week is meeting the monthly goals. The monthly goals are meeting the yearly goals, et cetera. And by doing that, you can then hone in, focus on the tasks that you need to do at, at the moment and realize that these are the priorities. These are moving me towards my bigger goals instead of just randomly doing tasks based off of how you feel in the moment and not really knowing if they're moving you towards your bigger goals. And something I mentioned in a previous episode is if you're not sure what you need to be doing on the weekly basis, then you're not clear enough on what you need to be doing on the monthly basis. And if you're not sure what you need to be doing on a monthly basis, then you're not clear enough on what you need to be doing on a a yearly basis. And so it's necessary that you get clarity on each of those things And you're going to get clarity on them by spending time thinking about it, right? If you're always like, oh, I I never have time to plan, then you're never ever going to have time to not be overwhelmed. You have to prioritize planning because in the end, though it's going to take time to plan, it's going to save you time in the end. And when I say save you time, it's going to make sure that your time is directed in the correct place and it will allow you to remove that overwhelm and go, I am not somebody, I refuse to be overwhelmed. I am just doing what I need to do. And yes, it may be a lot, but that is what I decided to take on as a business owner. And over time, the more that you can delegate, the more that you can effectively give those things, you move into doing tasks that are even more important for the business and you give tasks that you may not be uh, wanting to do anymore to other people. And so then you can handle the business itself can handle more tasks because you're delegating it to other people. So let's say you have a hundred percent of time as you take all of these different tasks on that hundred percent is lowering each time that you take a new task. So let's say you have 15 tasks total that you can do with 100% of your time in the business. If you add another person, you're adding another 100% of time that you can now give them those 15 tasks that takes up their 100%. Now you have, you've freed up your 100% of time to now do whatever else needs to be done in the business. And so thinking about it in terms of, oh, I just never have the time, then it may be good to look to outsource and delegate. And that is a good indication of when you want to start going through those growing pains when your workload is increasing. Um, And the, I think the investment that you put towards saving time, whether you're just outsourcing just a little bit, right? That is a hundred percent worth it. I think a hundred percent worth investment to make in your business is paying to get more time back. 
um, and really making sure that your time is a priority because if you don't have time to sit down and even plan your week, then you, you've managed your time incorrectly. You need to have that. You need to have that space to be able to understand the direction of the business and where it's going, or your business will probably end up being somewhere that you don't want it. And it will probably end up achieving something that you didn't want or, uh, you know, going in a direction that you didn't want it to go in the first place. Okay. So at one of those signs of the growing pains from going from solopreneur to business owner is that increased workload and managing, uh, making sure that your health is a priority, um, making sure that your time management is a priority. And then you can start to see the benefits of hiring somebody in the long term, even though it may take more time in the short term. And the more that you delegate, the more tasks that you can take on as a business, um, as a whole. Okay. So that's going to be first thing there. Um, I think next thing, uh, something that comes with growing pains of a business is realizing the lack of systems and structures that you actually have in your business as a solopreneur. You're used to just doing things off the cuff right? You kind of just play it by ear. You go, oh yeah, I'll just, I'll figure that out and we'll make that work here and we'll do this little thing here and we'll change that there, right? And you don't have to tell anybody. It's just you, you're making it work. You have all those things, anything that you need to change, you just change real quick and you're good to go. But now once you start bringing on a team and you start delegating things, what you think is easy about a task or anything like that, if you tell somebody, go make a post, right? And you have a whole list of what you do to make a post. You go, okay, well, I need to make this graphic. I need to write this content. I need to film this thing. And then I can make a post super simple and easy. You're like, it takes me five minutes. Boom, 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 done. Right. But you, you forget that the person that you're telling to go make a post doesn't have that list in their head. They don't know what that means and what is required of them in order to make that post. And so you have to then translate that to them. And the best way to do that is by getting it down on paper. So then if they ever need to come back to it, they don't need to constantly come back and ask you. They can then look at the instructions that are on the paper. You could film yourself doing the SOP, um, which stands for standard operating procedure. You could film yourself doing it so then they can just watch that video. Um, But it's important that every little thing that you do starts to become documented. And it's no longer just about you making a quick change and you being the only one to know about it. Um, If you're making quick changes in your business and you've hired a team and you're not telling your team about it, you are setting up your company to fail because then your team is going to move, continue to move forward with the old processes, the old way, the old way that you decided to do things, you're going to be operating with the new way. And then you may get upset at them going, wait, why aren't you doing the new things? Well, because you never told us, how can you expect us to do something new when you never communicated what was going on? And I think that that is, that is one of the most beneficial things about having effective processes and systems is it greatly increases the chances of people being on the same page or it, it ensures that you have set up something to make sure that everybody is on the same page. And the amount of time that people are not on the same page 
is a lot. And so you have to, you have to set these up in order to uh, constantly reaffirm that yes, we're on the same page, right? Yes, okay, we're on the same page. Um, does this process sound correct to you? Are you doing each step of this process? Okay, this is what I'm going to be handling. This is what you're going to be handling. We have that in writing. It's not something that we just have to remember based off of something that we said. And so starting now to establish those systems and processes, even if you're not ready to hire a team yet, um, start doing it now, start documenting everything, start writing it down, start paying attention to how you manage your tasks. So then you can help other people manage their tasks when they join you, um, start paying attention to how you explain things, how you talk about things, how you do things. Um, and I think when you take it little bit by little bit, instead of waiting until you've hired like five people and then going, okay, now we're going to write out all the systems for all of our processes in all of our business, that is going to be way too overwhelming. And the, the reality of it is, is that you're probably not going to do anything at that point. If you wait until you've hired so many people and now you're trying to rewrite processes or, uh, or document processes for every single system in the business, it's going to be a very daunting project. But if you can start now going, okay, this is how I make a Facebook post. I do this, I do this, I do this, check, perfect. Okay, I'm going to just write that down in my own task manager or on a Google Doc or something that you can keep track of it on. Um, and so it's important that you establish these effective systems and processes in order to ensure smooth operations, consistency, scalability, and making sure that people are on the same page. All right. Um, <clears throat> last thing with growing pains is the mindset required as you shift from being a solopreneur to a business owner. Uh, it's, a, it's quite different than how you would manage a solopreneur, a business as a solopreneur versus a business as a business owner. Um, and again, a lot of it comes back to you are now responsible for a team. You're a manager of a team and it's required that you really prioritize communication and that you make sure that communication is one of your top priorities and top core values in your business. Because if you're shifting from that, uh, I'm going to do it all. I handle all the, all the things I wear, all the hats, and you continue to operate from that mindset while bringing on a team, your team is going to get very frustrated with you because you have brought them on you have hired them, but you're not giving them anything to do, or you're telling them things to do. They go and put their time into doing that, but then you swoop in and, and complete it for them. That is probably one of the most frustrating things about being on a team with, an, with a business owner who still thinks like a solopreneur. If your mindset is, I get to do it all, I need to do it all, I need to be a part of every single little thing going on with the business, your business is going to move incredibly slowly and your team is going to not feel trusted by you and they're going to start to not do their job because they know, well, they're, they're, the solopreneur is just going to come in and do it for me, so why would I spend time doing this? And then that gets rid of their value. When team members don't feel that they have any way to bring value to the company, they're going to start feeling useless and they may not want to continue working with your company. 
you're underutilizing their potential. And so it's crucial that you shift out of this. I need to do it all and shift into, okay, I need to do strategic leadership. I need to delegate. I need to develop new skills and responsibilities. I need to let go of micromanaging, uh, micromanaging projects. You hire on people to do the project and then they can come and have the final review with you, but you don't need to be in there going, yes, this is what we're going to do next. This is what we're going to do next. That's why you hire people. So it's very, very important that you shift from do it all to who's handling this. Once it's given to somebody, that is their job. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to, we're going to make sure to talk about it as a team and check in and continue to communicate and make sure we're on the same page, but I'm not going to be the one doing it. And if you cannot make that shift as a solopreneur to a business owner, if you can't make that shift from the do it all to I can now delegate, then you will never have a successful team that can get things done and your business will lack momentum because you are now taking on all of these tasks and you're adding way too many tasks and your time is still capped at hundred percent. If you're not allowing other people to give their hundred percent of time, then you're going to be completely overwhelmed, not get anything done and have team members that feel useless and undervalued and not trusted by you because you're doing it all. Okay. So as you start to make that shift from solopreneur to business owner, be aware of the growing pains. You're going to have that increased workload as you start to train people, because there is that overlap of making that transition from them, you doing it all to them now starting to take things. Um, establishing those effective business systems and processes is necessary in order to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Um, and then shifting the mindset from, I need to do it all to, I need to get better at leadership and delegating is necessary in order for you to have a business that can successfully scale. All right, guys, hope that this was helpful. I'm going to go ahead, cue the outro and I'll see you guys next time. Until then, keep shifting your business towards success. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.